Hello amazing folks welcome to another episode of the podcast Trivia Talks In today's episode we have with us Mr Anurag Singhal Sir is having experience in various domains If I talk about his professional journey he is CA by profession he completed his CA in 2007 with all India rank 22 after that he completed his MBA one year MBA program from IIM Ahmedabad He is having more than 11 years of experience in leading corporate houses. He is also chief mentor in cajobportal.com. Apart from that, he is also a YouTuber with 60k subscribers. He had tried stand-up comedy. He is also a podcaster and he write on Quora, Medium, LinkedIn, etc. And he is currently teaching on Udemy and other tech platforms too. In today's episode sir will be talking about personal finance he will be guiding us and he will be also suggesting us regarding how why and when questions on personal finances it will be a very interesting conversation and we both enjoyed the discussion so without any further ado let's start this amazing discussion with anurag singhal let's go So hello sir welcome to Trivia Talks and I feel so blessed to have you on the show thank you so much for joining sir yeah thanks tarun it's been a good experience yeah yeah so sir uh, i asked this very normal question to all my guests and i am asking you also so sir how are you spending your time in this lockdown and like what additional or what uh, new things you are trying in this lockdown so in this lockdown basically i created some e learning courses on financial modeling and stock market and advanced excel and all and i've been creating like you i am also a podcaster yeah and a youtuber so i create a lot of content uh, to help people in their financial planning and career decisions so recently like there were these host of ipos mazagon doc and uti amc and uh, chemcon specialty and angel broking so i kind of did a dissection of each of these ipos and brought out some insights and fortunately like the subscription numbers are in sync with uh, my recommendations as in uti amc was an avoid as per me and actually the subscription numbers were not uh, very good about that so you know different bits and bits so we we keep learning we keep sharing that's how this lockdown is also happening okay right sir so sir yeah i was asking about that also so sir you have completed your ca Uh, in 2007, and you got All India Rank 22, and yeah. before that, in your IPCC, you got All India Rank 25. After yeah. that, you uh, went in the corporate world. You worked for around eight years, if I'm not wrong, and you went for uh, your PGPX for one year yeah. in IIM yeah. Ahmedabad. Yeah. Sir, you are also chief mentor in CAJobPortal.com. You are a YouTuber, as you said. You are a podcaster. You have tried stand-up comedy too, and yeah. you are writing on Medium Quora. you are also a teacher on udemy and all so sir like i just want to ask two question uh, first question is sir why mba after doing amazing in corporate world for 8 years 8 to 9 years uh, you decided to go for mba so sir what what was the reason behind that uh, was it just for the job switch or you would like to try new things by uh, doing mba uh, so if uh, you have read this classic book called the alchemist by paul coelho Yeah. So he talks about this concept of meeting new people who take you through their uh, to your ultimate destiny. So my objective of doing an MBA was to meet those new people on campus who would 
helped me challenge my hitherto deep rooted beliefs about myself so for example when i had gone to iim ahmedabad i was this uh, smug so smug about myself that yeah i know the world of financial modeling npv irr not knowing the fact that this is not the end of the world so there were so many things that go into running a business like marketing and brand building and supply chain which i realized that i was quite deficient in and one year uh, after 5 6 years of work ex is always a good time for you to go back to a classroom and uh, introspect of what you really want from life and how are others so you kind of spend a lot of time with people people who have walked different paths and are now coming to this mba so from that uh, journey perspective i think that journey itself or me was very very enriching in terms of reward yes campus placements or an enhanced salary on job or a startup uh, which does well yeah those things also come ancillary to that mba decision but my primary objective actually was to go there and learn a bit about uh, things beyond finance and uh, yes at that point of time this uh, ca job portal we had just started as a blog it had reached some 2 lakh odd views and that was my selling point in my interviews also for pgpx that there is this blog i have one guy has got a job on account of this blog from a post here how can i take this forward uh, i want to get a structural framework so that was the mba for me yeah, yeah. right so sir we also uh, like heard a lot lot of thing like if you want to start your business if you want to have a startup so you should go to some like top premier b schools and just because of this networks uh, those startup get hype in the initial stage of their yes. life yes. Yes. so is it true like uh, is it actually happens <coughs> so uh Yes, sir. To an extent, that network effect plays. So, see what happens. See, big uh, B schools, uh, whatever you call them, within in India or abroad, what happens is that the kind of peer group that you have, mm-hmm. they will help you plan better on your startup. So, eventually, you will see that the end result which comes out of this is also much better. So, if you right. look at it from an IIM, now if you look at uh, compare that with an IIT, so mm. they have that technology edge. So, all the big startups which have raised money currently. let's say if you look at that as a benchmark they are yes. people who have a tech background have from good premier institute so that institute uh, has a sort of uh, a halo effect because people tend to take you seriously they give you that 60 second elevator pitch because you are from a marquee institute and that helps a lot in sales and marketing and the structural frameworks that are taught to you during the your mba program also help you think on your business problems also very very deeply so for example you think like uh, so when we started ca job portal so my wife is uh, full time into it so we had this classic dilemma of whether mm-hmm. we should print calendars okay and uh, uh, distribute it to the hrs and then one alum of iim ahmedabad only told me that this is all cliched now no one uh, if you give calendars you'll spend up like 1 lakh rupees giving uh, printing the calendars sending it to different hrs and it will end up in the peon's house not on the table of the hr why can't you do something more creative you know these are little tits and bits of things which happen because you are from in that elite company but having right. said that there is no link between a startup success and the pedigree of the b school or the technological school that you are from the ultimately it is the idea and how well that is executed and for that you have the best example of a dhirubhai ambani so conventional education really 
has a limitation in terms of defining you. you know, very true. So, yeah, that's uh, my take. Yeah, very true. So, sir, after like completing your MBA, uh, did you uh, like sit for the placement or you like? Yeah, so continue? I I was uh, so I had a lot of campus placement offers or companies interested, yeah. but I had to come back to Calcutta. Okay. More for personal reasons, so I rejoined my same employer, which I was there before, PGPX, and uh, that's how it is. Placements, yes, a lot of good companies come on campus. So this year also, like uh, the median salary has been upwards of thirty lakhs. Mm-hmm. But that is if you are mobile across India. In my case, you know those were those constraints, and I have a TEDx talk also why I chose to stay back in Calcutta and replace FOMO with JOMO. Okay. Yeah, so I came back to Calcutta, and my yeah. wife runs the CA job portal now. She's also a qualified chartered accountant, Sonia, and okay. that's how it is. Okay, perfect, sir. So now, sir, talking about your uh, diversified journey, if I uh, like put it like that, uh, sir, you have. tried stand up comedy you have tried like you are a podcaster you are a youtuber with 60k around 60k subscriber yes and you write on quora and medium so so second question of mine which is coming for you is after trying so many things like what is your experience because you know uh, if i talk from a 20 like a person who is in 20s he would like to do all these thing which you have already done right so yeah. what is your experience from all these thing and what are your learning which you would like to share with our listeners Okay, so one these things are very glamorous. They add to a lot of hype and excitement, but then they also create a you are overburdened by the weight of expectations. So trust me, the every time you create a podcast, every time you create a YouTube video, the yeah. journey does not end there. Then you feel uh, tempted to distribute it to as many groups as possible and as many social media handles as possible because. your mind is uh, besotted by that number how many people saw it how many people liked it how many people commented it and that kind of becomes a very very stressful journey also beyond the point so and it is this transition from just starting as a youtuber or a podcaster to becoming a very famous uh, youtuber or podcaster that uh, in midst of that you know whether the podcast has hit a 1000 views or 2000 or 5000 and what really clicked and what really didn't click and how did the audience react that also has its own side effect so a lot of people just look at the glamorous side so that is one learning of mine that don't just look at it as a very very glamorous thing so there is a lot of side effects also that come out of it so for example right now the before this podcast i launched a video it does not end there you know till the evening my mind is going to keep thinking about how many people came how many people came if they yeah. keep a good number of people come you feel very happy that's very logical but what if they don't then you're all alone and you know you're cursing yourself that why this whole weekend is gone uh, people have not come Yes, writing is very good. Uh, writing is one of the best thing that you can do. You should write your own diary. You should share your thoughts on social media, and it helps you reach out to a lot of people. And you know, today there are youngsters who are looking for guidance on various things. And it is those little writings that you would put on a Quora, on a LinkedIn, etc., that people look forward to and probably imbibe a lot of values because our traditional education system makes us uh, ratify a lot of concepts in accounting and marketing and taxation. but those basic life related problems are not solved so uh, we kind of want to glean these from different postings so therefore it is a very responsible task what you write on social media especially if you have some traction which i am now feeling that burdened by that responsibility but yes it helps you get a lot of outreach and it is quite fascinating that sometimes i am at airports and someone walks into me and says that hey sir i know you i follow you on xx platform yeah that's a good part of the whole thing so it has to be balanced 
and then the monetization part is another challenge which maybe we can talk at length sometime some other day so a lot of content related ideas in india become very difficult to monetize exactly yeah. yeah that's true sir like ultimately someone who is starting their youtube channel they would like to you know uh, get monetized as early as possible so that is very true and yeah it it's also happening in case of podcast also right now we are seeing so many podcasts and they are also in terms of getting monetized from anchor or some other applications so yes. talking about our topic which we would like to discuss now is personal finance so sir the first question which i would like to put is uh, according to you if you would like to simplify the term personal finance for the listeners how, what is personal finance and why this is important for those who are early in the investing part yeah so personal finance to that matter is your finances so personal is nothing as such as you might be a microcosm in that larger societal picture but then uh, let's say you are laid off in covid 19 then that journey is only about you and you alone and how much is the saving that you have in your bank to sustain you till your next professional break that you have and therefore personal finance is about how do you plan your financial journey and uh, that has its own set of uh, nuances in terms of how much you want to earn now that is uh, beyond a point beyond your control and then what do you earn how much do you spend how much do you save so that's uh, in nuts and bits the whole thing and sir like why this is important like why one should uh, learn about it and why one should focus on it in in their early days yeah and that is something you it's a very good question that uh, why should at the age of 20s you know you just started earning why personal finance that's a more of a 30s and a 40s concept not in the 20s and that is what conventional thought might uh, tell you but trust me it is the 20s uh, when you know you get most tempted to buy a 1 and 1/2 lakh rupees bike and spend uh, 1 lakh rupees on an iphone where you are not uh, having income to justify that so financial planning to me is also one thing is that also cut your clo- uh, coat according to your cloth so a lot of people are not doing that they are living on emis okay they are uh, spending money on a lavish uh, vacation abroad splurging because you know of the instagram and facebook thing so in the 20s that becomes quite a temptation and then you take a back seat so in that 20s if you could have planned your personal finance better let's say started 1 5000 rupees per month sip in a mutual fund we all know the rewards of starting early so the money that you put in the 20s think of it after compounding how much that will go, going to end at the age of 60 when you retire so at the age of 20 in the 20s it is very very important for you to think about personal finance how you are going to save for uh, unforeseen circumstances god forbid that should not happen but if something happens then do you have accumulated wealth to so i am more of the conservative on uh, side on this that i really want to cut my cloth according to my cloth and also have some further coat for the next uh, desire of mine so i don't spend so much as much as i earn and i think that is a typical marwadi traditional philosophy maybe and yeah. that is what i always want to tell people also that please save covid 19 has shown companies which were doing fantastically well were ruthless when they came to firing you and what do you do when you are fired unless you have some saving of yours it is all gone and you are in a deep mess and then do you go to friends and relatives to ask for money on loan that can be one of the worst thing that can happen to you so you should have some sort of a credible saving that can sustain you for a year year and a half 
for any unforeseen circumstances very true sir as we were talking about the early 20s or the beginners who are for the personal finance so if i uh, tell you like they are not earning anything right now they are in the college and they would like to start investment so they might be using their family like the parents money or maybe out out of their pocket money they would like to invest so what are the right platforms in the initial time in in which they can like invest and they should not regret like as you said rightly about the covid 19 so right now many of the investors were very you know in the panic situation that uh, yeah where is our money uh, where, whether it will be in the right direction or not yes so, like, yeah so i think uh, mutual funds sahi i would be one good bet at that i can tell you now in mutual funds again you know there is a whole of confusion whether you should put it in an index fund or in a right. multi cap fund or a small cap you know depending on your risk appetite so uh, maybe you know in the 20s the best bet that you can do is to put let's say 5000 rupees per month in an index fund because you know that the index has been the most uh, stable and the most consistent performer over the last decades it has its own set of pros and cons but you know some sort of a safe mutual uh, fund so you know in our time when we were young we had that fascination of indra vikas patra and kisan vikas patra i'm talking about Uh, when i was in my 20s 2004 2005 we, we used to have that 1500 rupees ka kisan vikas patra which will going to double in 6 and a half years and all but now those things are very very difficult to manage in a digital economy it is far easier for you to probably buy some digital gold maybe get into mutual fund we already started somewhere in a job it is always good that uh, apart from the 12% basic salary which is deducted as pf contribution you put voluntary pf because that is today one of the best uh, modes where you can save money and get a government backed uh, safe return so you get like 7.6% or so returns and think of the compounding effect so maybe you know you can put uh, if 12% is the statutory norm also put another 12% as a voluntary pf various ways and means where you can actually start saving money right and yeah like uh, you uh, diversified the fund and that's very good because we like always heard that don't put all your eggs in one basket and yeah this is the right thing so sir talking about the digital currency part so what is your take on that uh, yeah, regarding I'm, crypto. yeah cryptocurrency bitcoin yeah i think uh, it is not everyone's cup of tea it is something right. which is a very 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 complex play something like you know if you want to play options and futures on the stock market Very you know good. it might seem tantalizing and very very tempting from the outside to see that hey he's just written some options and made this much money but uh, do you really understand the complexities of that uh, do you know how much is the downside and are you prepared for that so similarly for uh, bitcoins you would uh, look at the implied volatility in a bitcoin pricing and there is so much regulatory risk that is there in a bitcoin or an ethereum and all so if you were to jump into that take a very concerted call and maybe you know start off with 10000 rupees and say that the, what is the worst thing that is going to happen this 10000 rupees is going to go into zero and upside is this might become 50000 so put yeah. that kind of money which you are prepared to lose because this is not something which all of us really understand very well does not have a very long standing history again yes this is an arbitrage play because everyone does not understand it if everyone understand it becomes a uh, 5% per annum kind of a return play but then uh, yeah it's not everyone's cup of tea that is uh, to sum up i will say if you understand it well if you got mentors who have taught you the art of this you never know you know rbi is going to come up and say again that okay we ban the currency uh, trading in some for the other they just crash and look at the days when post these announcements it has crashed it has crashed like miserably 
so true yeah yeah so yeah it's a risky as of now yeah so so talking about ipo also like many of my friends are you know very curious to invest in ipos because they think uh, listing day pe gain kama lenge and that's that's sometime obvious because uh, in this uh, lockdown period only market which was running was stock market constantly so and many yeah. new investors also you know started investing so so what's your take regarding this like uh, should should the beginners like us should invest in the ipo और शुड दे वेट फॉर इट बिट ऑफ टाइम जब थोड़ा सा अच्छा बन जाता है स्टॉक उसके बाद उनको इन्वेस्ट करना चाहिए आईपीओ व्हाट हैपेंस इज दैट या सो इफ यू लुक एट स्पेसिफिक आईपीओ लाइक कैंप्स फॉर एग्जांपल इट इज लाइक अ बाय एंड फॉरगेट स्टॉक यू नो दैट दिस बिजनेस इज अ प्रॉक्सी फॉर द म्यूचुअल फंड ग्रोथ इन इंडिया एंड इट इज डज नॉट हैव अ हाई कैपिटल इंटेंसिटी इट्स अ सर्विस बिजनेस सो योर रिटर्न ऑन इक्विटी विल ऑलवेज बी वेरी हाई सो इफ आईपीओस ऑफ दिस नेचर कम देन इट इज अ वेरी वेरी सेफ बेट but something like a chemcon specialty chemicals most people don't understand what exactly was it doing okay it listed at a very high premium and within the day it fell 20% from that high and you really didn't have corners to look at ki ho kya raha so every ipo is not a very safe bet some one good proxy for that is the gray market premium which i have been telling people nowadays that there are websites which publish this gray market premium that is one of the best judges of whether the ipo is going to sell through and come up with flying colors or not so look at the subscription numbers by day 2 that is going to give you some sense of where the ipo is headed put your hard earned money on day 3 advantage of an ipo is that let's say if you apply for 15000 what is the worst that is going to happen it is going to list at 20% lower and you just exit so you are going to lose like 2 3000 rupees in some ipos i have lost money like S Chan bought at six fifty rupees. It is currently trading at some sixty odd rupees. Okay, some IPOs are completely uh, write off also. So uh, more you get into investing, I think you are going to learn. So don't uh, go out there with all guns blazing in one go. Take a calibrated view, one step at a time, and depending on how it uh, this pans out for you. Not everyone's journey is going to be the same. And then take a concerted call. And sometimes what happens is that one IPO, for example, UTI AMC, this IPO will give you a reason to believe that HDFC AMC is a much better bet. So then you should buy HDFC AMC from the secondary market because uh, this company, let's say, is the falling market share, and you see that okay, which company then is doing well, and you know that okay, HDFC AMC is listed, it is doing very well, it is trading at twice the multiples which UTI AMC wants to list at. then why not buy hdfc so you know you also get a lot of good ideas thematic ideas about the secondary market from these ipos right yeah so that's true actually like proper research is very much required uh, before investing in those ipos just because the ipo is coming maybe the company is not that good and we might lose our money as you rightly said so i have prepared like a 4p framework here also that a who is the promoter of that company the first p is p for promoter then yeah. the second p is profits where does the uh, business make money from where do where is their bread and butter activity three uh, where will be the promoters using the money for proceeds utilization so is it an offer for sale will the money come into the company and fourth in terms of pricing how cheap or expensive is it in terms of multiples like price to book or price to earnings how does it compare with peers what is the gray market premium so at least these basic parameters one should know just because some bhaiya or didi has told that put your money that might not be a very wise idea to invest very true sir so as of now we had four pieces of marketing but now we have four pieces of finance so thank you so much <laughs> for that 
<laughs> so yeah so talking about future and option and which is very important because uh, I, even i was trying to understand what exactly it is and for the beginners it will be very difficult to understand call put and you know short selling everything like that so sir can you please explain us in a very simple way that what exactly is future and option and when is the right time one should you know one is ready to uh, invest in those future and option okay so i will answer your both parts one uh, you should get into futures and options only when you are a full time trader in the market futures okay. and options cannot be done on the sidelines that right. okay i have spent 15 minutes a day on the market and i will write some options or buy some futures that will not happen you'll end up losing your shirt yeah. now what is a future and option basically say today i contract to buy reliance 6 months later at what price that is a future it is a contract to buy or sell a particular security n number of uh, months from now an option is basically a right to buy or a right to sell so a call option is a right to buy a put option is a right to sell so how do we trade in the market if you are bullish about the market so you buy nifty today assuming that it will go up in the next one month and therefore you will make money if you are pessimistic about the markets you short sell so you sell off so let's say you sold nifty at 12000 and then in one month from now it falls to 11500 so that means this 500 is your net gain so that fno play can be done on the broader markets on the nifty or the bank nifty in specific or it can be done on specific stocks also when you either short sell or you buy a call you buy a put the more exotic version is where you actually start writing options uh, you sell a call you sell a put and you earn premium but you give a right to buy to someone else and that exposes you to infinite risk and then you can also play strategies like butterfly spread and straddle etc 2p 1c c plus c minus at different levels and you are playing ranges in itself a huge at this derivative segment is a huge huge uh, science in itself and if you are really interested then get full time into it it is not for uh, sidelines it is not a game that can be played from the sidelines this is what i would like to tell you and all the listeners also actually it was very rightly explained so now sir uh, i would like to ask you like apart from all this which we have discussed fno ipos or cryptocurrencies and also about uh, mutual funds do you have any other suggestions or uh, you know uh, other recommendation for the listeners who would like to start investing in the stock market and uh, how should they start Okay, so in terms of stock market, I think uh, again uh, there should be some stock which you can buy and just forget. So something like an HDFC Bank, an HDFC AMC. You know the business, uh, you know the promoters, you have seen the profit trends. You should not buy. So I'll tell you, I have made mistakes like you know one friend of mine tells me, "Bhaiya, Nandan Denim, बहुत अच्छा लग रहा है." And I say, "हाँ, अच्छा लग रहा है क्या? ले लें क्या?" बोला, "हाँ, भैया, बहुत जबरदस्त है. एक सौ अस्सी में ले लीजिए." and that stock today is at 18 or 20 25 rupees so oh you know God. i have completely lost value yeah or as chandan ipo someone tells at 650 and you end up at 60 you know then these are the things uh, where you know stock market you make mistakes investing on hearsay tips always invest in a market leader even if it comes at a premium so you will never ever regret your decision of investing in a nestle or in a hindustan unilever MNC stocks, blue chip stocks. You know, it is something like you know, if a hati marta bhi hai, to seven lakh rupees ka bikta hai. You know, 
you should always yeah. invest in those kind of blue chip stocks because small caps micro caps mid caps have that whole challenge that uh, do you really understand that business well is it at some promoter play uh, which is happening you know sometimes you will find that uh, so gmm i i am not able to get that name correctly gmm plodia or something that kind of a name that stock started trading at 100 plus kind of pe multiples went up to as high as 6500 and then the promoters decided to sell 25% in the market so the name is gmm pfau uh, der so okay. this stock uh, has really led to erosion of wealth in the minds of people so therefore you know stock market investing do your research read balance sheets analyze financial statements don't just do it on hearsay and if you are buying in a stock look at it from a long term perspective ki okay i will look at it after one year now let's see you look at a cams on irctc these are industry sector leaders monopoly businesses good competitive moats surrounding themselves so that should be your philosophy for investing and apart from stocks and the other instruments maximize your ppf i mean that is one uh, instrument where you can put 1 and 1/2 lakh rupees per annum government backed security you get good interest which is tax free why not maximize this you know youngsters generally 8.1% is the current uh, rate of interest on a ppf so think about it uh, okay. this could be one uh, thing that you can do if you have daughters for example i have daughters so i put my money in sukanya samriddhi scheme not 8.1% it is 7.1% uh, ppf after september so that's how it is right sir so sir like even after we do the research we have uh, experienced this one uh, you know particular sector which have faced a lot of uh, uh, you can say lot of controversy or something like that the banking sector so mm. uh, yes bank was a very good bank uh, for sure and everyone like lot of them were investing about it and they have uh, their accounts also in that so so when such kind of uh, circumstances are happening of such, such kind of situations comes like how should investor react because they are not aware about the market situation they are investor wo paisa laga ke bhul jate hain so sir us case mein kya karna chahiye kaise exit kare wahan se i think just cut your losses just exit at the moment you realize that the story has gone awry so lot of people have lost money in uh, trying to capture the falling knife called yes bank So yeah. when it started falling from 300, fell up to 180. I had friends in the banking fraternity who told me and said that boss, 180 में तो Yes Bank इससे खराब क्या होगा? And you right. know where did it go down to up to? Yeah. So don't try to trade that falling stock. If you have unfortunately held positions at let's say 300 when this entire news of Rana Kapoor's exit started, just cut your losses. There's no really point holding. I mean, yeah, you can always say, "Ki what if this is a temporary thing? It just turns back." So that kind of sense you will have to understand by talking to other market participants. One golden lesson, therefore, which I learned from my journey is that don't try to get into the stock market uh, journey all alone. You should have two, three very, very close confidants, especially in the Indian stock markets, where there is so much information asymmetry, so many uh, gossips in the air. exactly what is happening people don't know then if you have got some resourceful well networked guys on your radar it is always good very rightly said sir so sir now talking about the recommendation for sure and this is the last question for, from my side which is sir 
apart from your youtube channel which is my recommendation for all the listeners they can check out your youtube channel and i will be adding the link in the description what mm. is your recommendation in terms of books and other resources in terms of uh, books okay uh, so the one standard prescription is to read books by uh, warren buffet and uh, all that stuff and uh, read and listen to a lot of interviews podcasts with promoters and try to get a sense of you know the ethics surrounding uh, that business okay so for example if you actually read the annual report of a company and try to read the commentary in the management discussion and analysis and trace the trends over the last 6 7 years you do you see a consistent trend do you see a consistent philosophy if you uh, look at their investor call transcripts what are the questions that people are asking them how are they are they dodging the questions are they being upfront when they have made mistakes do they try to go lie around things and cover up things you will get a lot of sense around companies and stocks when you get into that kind of insightful research annual reports investment investor transcripts maybe some interviews with the promoters what is happening block deals which are happening so when the stock market is down the share prices are falling is the promoter buying from the Uh, stock open market for himself so you know apart from those beginners guys to stock markets etc for that matter the intelligent investor by benjamin graham so these are like a standard prescriptions which i have i have a stock market course on udemy uh, at least for the basics it is very good i have not really put a very complex stuff into it but yes that also you can look at it and that's how it is i think in the stock market uh, reading books and all is good but the market is only going to teach you the most for a period of time whom to trust whom not to trust i have lost like 5 5 lakh rupees by just trusting individuals ki bhai agar ye agarwal ji bol rahe hain to ye to kabhi galat nahi bolte ye stock acha hi hoga and uh, it has gone completely messed up and then you can't really go back to that agarwal ji and say ki are uncle aap bhi to bataye the bole ke main to bataya tha but tumko apna research khud karne ka tha so oh that's how it is yeah yes. so practical experience is very important and yes, yeah exactly. and side learning will be always be there so yes. yeah sir, that was all and i hope listeners have That yeah, Javerians are going places. So, yeah, thank, thank you, thank you so, so much, much, sir. Having me on the show. Bye bye. Thank you so much for joining, sir. Thank you so bye. much. Bye. Well, that's all from today's episode. I hope you have liked it. In case if you have any suggestion or feedback, you can reach out to me at various social media handles. I'm adding the link in the description. Until next time, stay safe and stay tuned.